Welcome to Holding Down the Fort, an award-winning podcast show dedicated to curating knowledge, resources, and relevant stories for today's military spouses so they can continue to make confident and informed decisions for themselves and their families. Because let's face it, we know who's really holding down the fort. I'm Jen Amos, a Gold Star daughter, veteran spouse, and your host for Holding Down the Fort by U.S. Vet Wealth. Let's get started. Welcome back to Holding Down the Fort podcast. I am your co-host, Jen Amos. And as always, especially now for season four, I have my incredible co-host with me, Jenny Lynn Stroop. Jenny Lynn, welcome back. Thanks. Glad to be here today. Yes, I'm so excited. Today is recording day for us because we have another conversation as well. And we're starting to kind of figure out our consistent schedule as co-host. And so we have a lot of incredible conversations that are going to be coming out of season four. And a lot of it is thanks to you, Jenny Lynn, for reaching out to some good people that, you know, I don't have to do the hard work of that as much anymore. So thank you for helping me out on that department. <laughs> Happy to contribute other than just showing up and talking. Yeah, I know. It's funny because we were just talking offline and everyone's like asking you, Jenny Lynn, so what do you do for the podcast? And you're just like, I literally just show up. And it's like, it's true. Like if anyone is asking me like what your role is, I just tell you to show up and just be part of the conversation. And hey, it's true. It's that easy. It's that easy to yeah. start a podcast, y'all. <laughs> well, we're really excited because, you know, Jenny Lynn, we have brought on one of your friends here today. So let me go ahead and introduce her. We have Christine Lavopa, who is a military spouse, fitness trainer, and wellness coach and entrepreneur. So Christine, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And we're also talking offline. How is it like to be back in the States? Besides the jet lag, it's, you know, feels like home because we were actually back at my parents' house where I grew up at. So that's, you know, home. I call us the boomerangs because somehow we always make it back here at some point. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so it's, it's it's nice to be here and not be in another state and not know anybody with a toddler being pregnant. Mm. Like that would just... You know, so <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think that's one of the rare benefits if you can be in the military and be home with family, you know, like it's, it's very rare. So I'm sure you're counting your blessings. And especially since you're about to have another child and you have a toddler, it'd be great for, I think, kind of that stable ground and environment, you know, for your kids. Yes. And the business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happen. Just everything. Stability yeah. is always nice. Let's just put and it at the that same way. time. Running a business from the other across the world is challenging, especially mm -hmm. when you're creating a community and, you know, it's international, you know, so you have to like really respect everybody's time zones and get everything going. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of benefits to coming back. I'll just say that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I am curious to know because Jenny Lynn did bring you onto the show. How do you guys know each other? Oh, gosh. So oh. <laughs> you want to go? Is that an awkward question go? that I just asked? Like, what's no, going no, <laughs> no, I, was kidding, I'm no. Just <laughs> I mean, my initial response was like mill spouse life, but that's not yeah. really the whole story. Her husband was stationed at Rutgers University the same time we were stationed in New York City. And mm -hmm. so before Christine and Anthony met and got married, Anthony was a single sailor living and doing, oh, was he recruiting? No, he was- He was our- ROTC. Yeah. Yeah, doing ROTC at Rutgers. And whenever there was an event in New York City, the Navy wanted people that look good in uniform to show up and make the Navy look good in uniform. And so Anthony often got a call to come and hang out at the events that the office that Matthew worked for was 
involved in. So we met Anthony before we met Christine. And then literally like within three months of one another, both PCS to San Diego. And so we met Christine when they got to San Diego. And then they bought a house right behind us in our neighborhood and lived there for five hot seconds before the yeah. Navy PCS them back to the East Coast and then to Bahrain. So, wow. we, yeah. you know, met here in San Diego, stayed in touch through all the moves. And here we are. Yeah. It seems such a long time, but in military time, it's like, like one year is like dog years. It's like they're together, you know. But yeah, so Jenny Lynn, we have a thing, Anthony and I, it's like BA and BC. So it's before Christine. So (laughs) I love it. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, the fact that you two are friends and you were able to maintain your friendship in all the changes. Like I think about, so my background, Christine, is that I was a military child for the first 10 years of my life before I had unfortunately lost my dad while he was on active duty. And fast forward to today, I'm married to a veteran. So I got real back in, but anyway, I digress. I remember when I was a kid, how hard it was to stay in touch with my friends, you know, when we would move. I actually remember that when I left Japan, like I would send letters to my friends, you know, I just write letters and send to my friends and I would, they would return back in the mail because my friends already moved. They already PCS'd, you know, obviously that was way back when, before the internet became a thing. And so I'm curious to know, at least with both of your friendship, you know, how easy or difficult it's been to, to stay in touch. So Jenny Lynn in Bahrain was 11 hours behind me. So having a day-to-day conversation was not really a day-to-day conversation, but (laughs) great to have friends where you could just pick up where you left off and there's no pressure behind, you didn't call me, you didn't answer my text, you didn't say, hey, like we're living life here and we're living military life, which is like really different. So you respect each other's times, but also respect where you are in each other's lives and always pick up where we left off. So for me, that's super helpful because sometimes you're just not like glued to your phone or your email or anything like that. You know, Jenny Lynn's life is crazy busy, you know? So to be able to get in touch with each other is nice, you know, when we need it. And we never think that if we don't get in touch with each other, that there's something underlying, you know, it's awesome to have friends like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we have mirrored each other quite a bit in our experience. So like that has helped us stay in touch. Like Christine talks about being the boomerang. I am also a boomerang. I have lived more with my parents as a married adult with children than I did as a young adult post-college. So, you know, we've bonded over a lot of things that we have in common, which also helps. I think that's the beauty of like the military spouse network is like, you're going to find somebody that did it, is going to do it just finished up whatever it is you're doing and they have helpful words of wisdom or, you know, just are willing to share their experience and stay in touch. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. About like just having a community, like she's a very like community based person that loves to help people in general, but especially her people, like her tribe. And when you find people like when genuine takes you into her tribe, it's a big thing. So <laughs> oh, thanks. It's yeah. Like, be careful. You're about to receive a lot of love from Jenny Lynn. <laughs> now that you're yeah. part of my network, yeah. beware. <laughs> I'm on a podcast yeah. now. Come on. Like. Right. Right. <laughs> it's an initiation process. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm just... 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, I was pretty fortunate. I just put a newsletter announcement out there that I was looking for a co-host and Jenny Lynn stepped up to the plate. And, you know, I'm the kind of person, and maybe this is just my military child background, where I just like to dive in deep with people right away and we'll figure it out if it works or not. And so far, Jenny Lynn, it's been working. So I'm happy. Yep. You happy? Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. There you go. Cool. Well, thank you both for sharing that. And, you know, even for myself, as I, you know, I'm here on the East Coast, but I do have a lot of my friends and family still in the West Coast because I lived there for 20 years after my dad had served. And one thing I come to find that has been helpful for me to stay in touch with my friends is we just kind of like, I mean, on my iPhone, we leave each other like audio messages. So it seems like we're having a dialogue back and forth without having to have like the actual, you know, like be there live. And I find that still very fulfilling and satisfying, you know, to engage with, you know, my friends and my loved ones and stuff like that. And so I imagine, you know, with military families and friends being all around, we've come up with so many creative ways to stay in touch, but with that underlying understanding that like, not to take it personally, if you don't hear back from them right away. And I think that is what a lot of, let's say local people take for granted, you know, like if their friend locally doesn't respond, they take it so personally. And it's like, for us, it's like, I get it. You have a life, you know, you're in a different time zone. And I think I like that just kind of additional compassion and grace that we all give each other in this community. My mom said hi, by the way. So I know I saw her in the background. I was like, Hey mom, (laughs) I love it. Hi. (laughs) This is the second call she's been on too. Cause I had a coaching call before this and she just like popped in. Welcome home. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do you want to join us mom? No, it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Christine, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about what you do. So you are a fitness trainer and wellness coach and entrepreneur. So that sounds really exciting. Can you give us kind of like a snapshot of your day, like day in the life of Christine? (laughs) Well, I wake up at 5am because my toddler does. So in the beginning, it's just the beginning of the day is, uh, you know, spend time with him as much as possible because we're one parent down. So single parenting, I try to give him extra attention. And now we have a baby on the way. I want to get that extra attention with him too. And I do like a little school with him. I mean, he's two and a half. So his attention spans like this, you know, and he's very, very busy. So after that, I answer emails. I do my calendar with my clients. I do one-on-one coaching. And then I also have a community where I do group coaching. And most of the days are like that after nap time, like in between that time is when I get the bulk of a work done. And then I have nightly calls just depending on everybody's time schedule. And I work out in there too. (laughs) Yeah, I do it all. No big deal. (laughs) Some days I'm just like, uh, I don't know, but (laughs) writing it down and staying structured, like a really big And you asked Jenny Lynn this, I teach this to all of my clients about having a structured schedule, not so structured where you're getting anxiety because it's not right on the dot, but knowing what you're doing every single day is really good to staying on track, but also to achieving your fitness and nutrition goals, but wellness goals as well, because it's Mm -hmm. a lot about mindset as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So Christine, you like to work with busy women, you know, to find the time to achieve their ideal body and mind without a gym. So tell me, how did you decide to pursue or teach in this way? So funny, you should ask. (laughs) I actually developed this program while my husband was deployed. We had just PCS from California to Virginia. Mm -hmm. It got orders. There wasn't a lot of time. And I'm not a veteran to the military spouse world. My husband and I met 
in department head school. I was 35. He was 30. So we were in our lives and I was not used to this type of life. I lived in New York until I was 35 years old and now I see the world. So living from, I guess you could call a bit sheltered to now you're experiencing so much so fast and you don't have a lot of control, if any, of where you're going, what's going on, Mm -hmm. but you do have control of how healthy you're treating your body, what you're doing for your mindset and what you're putting into your body for nutrition. So I also come from a fitness competitive life background too. So being in the fitness competitive world is very, very extreme. So I wanted to come up with a plan that was not extreme and that you could just fit into your lifestyle. I had my son and I gained about, oh, I don't know, 45 pounds. Mm. And I was just determined. I just didn't feel good, you know, and everybody's like, oh, you know, we have a baby. It's so nice. And nobody talks about like the hard parts, you know, mm-hmm. and the part of like, hey, my son just came out of the NICU and my husband's gone, mm-hmm. you know? So I was just like, <laughs> you know, whatever you're doing for yourself is completely on the back burner and learning to balance that. So when we got to Virginia, I didn't know anybody and then workup started and you know how workups are. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're there, but they're really not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like Jenny Lynn, my husband is also a workhorse and the family life does not come natural to him, especially when he's in workup mode. Now he was also transitioning to a brand new ship and he had to kind of make a name for himself and then deploy. Mm-hmm. So while he was deployed, that's when I came up with this, you know, it's called Plan, Learn, Thrive. And it's a strategy really that you could fit into your lifestyle. So it's time efficient workouts, time efficient nutrition, but also focusing on mindset and wellness because you can have a plan to execute, but it's like, I always give this analogy. If you're a hundred pounds overweight Mm -hmm. and you lose a hundred pounds, are you still going to feel like that person you started with? You are because you're not changing your mindset. You could still achieve a goal, but chances are, if you're not changing your old habits, you're going to go back to the old ways and then probably put that weight back on. And it starts the cycle, the mental Mm -hmm. cycle. So it's, really about disassociating negative emotions that are tied to food. And us as women do that a lot because it's very easy to do. So I came up with this strategy while he was deployed. And I said, I really need to get this out to women because this is the time. And then we moved and then we lived out of suitcases for a year. So my idea was put on the back burner. And then I met a business coach and she has a community called Empower Confidence So within her community has taught me to expand my business to a a whole nother level. And that's when I came up with Plan, Learn, Thrive. And we just launched last October. So Mm -hmm. this is just an addition to what I do with coaching, but it's actually a community based for busy women. So it's military spouses, it's, you know, career women, career women with a family, any type of busy woman, which most women are busy. You could fit it inside your life and achieve that body and mind that you always dreamed of. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know of any woman in my life that's never not busy. So yeah, you definitely are in the right marketplace <laughs> to be able to be serving us. And thank you for sharing that. I just really love that concept because I think that there's something so, I don't know, intimidating or overwhelming about going to the gym. And then as a result, like we don't want to go to the gym and then we don't want to work out. You know, we think that working out has to be like this entire event 
you know, when it sounds to me that you don't make it like, it's not a big event. Like you could incorporate in your life and you could do it as you go. Like considering how you shared your story, how you were like living out of a suitcase for a year. I mean, yeah, like you're not going to find a gym, you know, like as easily. And I also imagine that the mindset is really important because you know, especially I think since 2020, everyone has like the lines have blurred at home and your home is kind of everything and anything at this point. And you have to really get into the right mindset to be like, okay, I'm working now. Okay. I'm not working now. Okay. I'm working out now, you know, so I can imagine that is an extremely, if anything, the most important component, even before considering taking care of your fitness. Like, would you say that? I would 100% say that Mm -hmm. mindset is key and then your body follows. Mm -hmm. So when you typically train too as well, your body can go a lot further. It's your mind that shuts you down. You can get that last rep. You can get two more minutes. You can do that, but your mind's telling you to stop because you don't want to feel uncomfortable. But when you feel uncomfortable, that's when shape and change takes place. And if you don't have the mindset to push yourself that far, then you're always going to stay in that zone and plateau. So it's about change, accepting change and being okay with change. And as you know, a military spouse, everything's changing all of the time. You can't even have a one year, two year, five, what's five year plan? Who knows? (laughs) What is that? You know, so... Maintaining our relationships in the military life can be stressful. Sometimes it's more than we can take, and we just want to run, scream, or run screaming. (laughs) Fortunately, I had the opportunity to get to know Jason and Chandler at Charlie Mike Life, which is a nonprofit where they provide life coaching to veterans, military spouses, and Gold Star families for absolutely free. They have a special program right now called the Relationship Building Academy, And in this Relationship Building Academy, you'll learn how to turn the one thing that often comes up in relationships, which the hint here is stress, into leverage to create the kind of relationships that can get you closer to your business, relationship, and life goals. I encourage you all to book an appointment today by going to Relatem.com, that's spelled R-E-L-A-T-E-M.com, and find out how to get your first session absolutely free today. And feel free to mention me, Jen Amos. So once again, I just want to share that I had been fortunate to get life coaching myself through Charlie Mike Life. And so feel free to reach out to me personally if you want to know my experience in working with Charlie Mike Life. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And let's get back to the episode. So having a strategy that you can have under your belt with wellness topics. Like we go into hormones, we go into mindset training. Jenny Lynn also did an amazing coaching call for mental health. We talk about it all, Mm -hmm. especially women that go through it, you know, postpartum is tough, you know, and I think a lot of people don't talk about that. I couldn't go to the gym. My Mm -hmm. son didn't like the gym. Mm -hmm. So I, I had to be uncomfortable to come up with this and present it to other busy women. So yeah, for sure. Jenny Lynn, I saw you nodding. So thought I'd check in with you. I mean, part of what Christine left out in her very good explanation of how she got here is that (laughs) she didn't go to the gym because she had Anthony. And so little Anthony is like part of her workout routine. And so she was able to create this program based on like 
living it herself day to day, like having to work out while they went to the park and having, you know, then she moved back to New York where it's cold for like 11 and a half months of the year. And like, so you're forced to do different things if you're not going to the gym. And so, you know, she has lived the approach that she teaches and her concept of community and digging into all of the, like the extras of over and above just food and working out is particularly helpful. So I was part of her first group of women that participated in Plan, Learn, Thrive. And it's a great place to get support from a group and learn. Like Christine has all these modules about everything from protein to sleep and how all of those things affect your body. So... Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit more about that community, Christine, because it sounds like something you're extremely excited about. In addition to Jenny Lynn's very kind testimonial, what else have these members or I guess the community has said about the community that, you know, maybe will encourage our listeners to check out? Yeah. So a lot of the community members, I would say a good 60% of them are military spouses. So that in itself has been amazing. But, you know, going through this journey is not easy and you don't always have the support. Not everyone's going to be on that train to support you. If anything, you'll have people that don't support you or don't understand your journey because they're not in the same place as you or they don't consider it a priority. You know, most people don't consider it a priority until it's too late. There's underlying health issues. You just don't feel well. So getting like energy back and all of that. But inside of the community, we talk about everything. It's a private community and do daily check-ins. And also we do weekly check-ins of weight measurements and pictures. So I do a three-way check-in because a lot of people focus specifically on a number and a number does not dictate who you are. A number is one data point. And if that number doesn't change in the direction that you want, all of your self-worth is held in that number. So a lot of my clients, they're like, this is, you know, it's, it's a lot to like check in with everything. I'm like, I'm telling you, just trust me in this process, which a lot of it is trust too, because you're trusting somebody else with your nutrition and your goal. And you have to understand that if you just use your weight, it's not going to tell you the whole story. And what I do particularly is I do a week one picture to a week six picture. It's a 12 week program. And I'm telling you, everybody's mind is blown. And then also the measurements. Would you rather lose two pounds or use three inches in your waist? Mm -hmm. You know, because if you're putting on muscle, your metabolism is going to be faster. Um, You're going to feel better. And you know what? Muscle doesn't jiggle when you walk away. (laughs) So... You know, like, so you just have to think about this, like you can be a little bit heavier, but you're be, you know, a different size altogether. If anything, one thing that someone had taught me that I thought was very profound is like, rather than look at the scale, look at the mirror, you know, look, see how you look like, do you like how you look in the mirror? That's what matters. That's the most important thing. So a question I have for you, Christine, is why does weight matter? Like, why are we convinced that our weight is our worth? Well, I think that's something, as we talk about, that's something ingrained in you when you're a child. Mm-hmm. You know, I know particularly for me, weight was always a sticking point. And it determined whether I felt good about myself or whether I just hated myself, you know. And that's something that you learn and it's it's easy to control. So if I have all of these emotions, I don't know why I'm feeling this way, but if I put it on my weight, it's easier to just stick it there. And 
the same with food. There's no such thing as good food or bad food. There's better food for your body, mm-hmm. but food does not have an emotion tied to it. Food does not have an adjective tied to it. So when you think about food, food is fuel, food <laughs> is energy, but things are going to make you feel better. But typically people like, oh, I had this pizza or I had a Sunday or have this, I'm bad. That's bad. This makes me bad. And that's not the case, but it's something that's ingrained in us. It's almost like when you learn a language. Mm-hmm. So do you learn the language when you're in your fifties or do you learn a language when you're young? So when you come to plan, learn, thrive, you're learning a whole new language. Mm-hmm. So you have to really take that old thing, old stuff and kind of deal with it, accept it and realize that treating yourself good, eating the right foods and doing something for yourself for self-love is the right approach as opposed to, I have to fit into this or I have to do look this way, or no one's going to love me if I don't weigh 120 pounds, whatever you have in your mind, because that's not the truth. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Jenny Lynn, just want to see if you had any thoughts. Christine and I have, have had conversations about this very thing offline. I mean, she and I are about the same age and, you know, we grew up with like the slim fast culture and the weight will like the mm-hmm. dawn of the supermodel, like that was happening when we were kids. And so growing up with that, I mean, I don't know that I can name a female in my age range that can have some sort of, you know, disproportionate self-worth associated with how they look. And so having grown up with that as an ideal and an idea to tie worth to, I love that Christine is deconstructing that. And, and I mean, as someone who has gone program and prior to doing the program, um, Matthew and I were both individual clients of hers. It's hard. It's really hard. Mm -hmm. Program is great. And also like getting around all of those ingrained things is really difficult. And so I finished up the first phase of the program with her and currently like we're in conversation. I'm taking a rest break. My body is exhausted because we're living in a pandemic. I never leave my house. I have two kids at homeschooling and it just, you know, I got to a point where I had seen really great gains and then it leveled off and we just came to the decision that like, my body was just tired. And so, you know, I'm going through the process of getting blood work because there are so many other things that affect like your body and how you feel other than just how much you weigh. And so Christine's really great with like helping all of those aspects kind of come together in a way that a lot of programs are just like, well, eat this or eat this much or whatever, whatever, like, and it's just not that simple. And I like her whole like mind body approach. Yeah, it's a whole body approach. And particularly, a lot of coaches don't focus on that. And I can't speak for coaches. I can just speak for the coaches that I've had. They were sports specific, obviously. But there was no talk of mindset. There was no talk of this is what you eat. This is what you do. This is how you train. If you don't do it, then you're not going to win. Mm -hmm. So that's not life, though. You know, like that's because you don't eat this, you're not going to win. That's, mm-hmm. you know, so we do, like as Jenny Lynn say, have a lot of dysmorphias when it comes to food, when it comes to our body image, when it comes to how we think about ourselves. And a lot of that starts 
when you're a child. So learning a new language, learning a new love language for yourself, learning a new, I need to do this for myself. I am worthy. I can accept this. I deserve this. Because a lot of the times when people eat the bad food, it's really out of guilt and stress. Mm -hmm. And then that creates the whole cycle, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. So how do you take that portion out? Because a lot of people find comfort in food because it's comforting, especially the fast digesting carbohydrates where they make you feel really good. And you're like, oh, this is great. It's a sugar rush and I feel good. And then you feel like crap. Yeah. Literally an hour later. Then you're like, what did I do to myself? And then the old habits, the old language starts again. So how do you break the cycle? Mm -hmm. It takes time though. Mm -hmm. It's not something done overnight. Yeah, it takes time and it takes a community, right? Because if you're going to go through any change, you need to surround yourself with people that's going to encourage that change. And so I can imagine that it must be a transformative experience for people that work with you. Tell me a story of maybe a time or a client where it really touched your heart and you said to yourself, this is why I do what I do. My gosh, that's such a hard question because (laughs) I see that in every single one of my clients because I love focusing on the big and small wins. But when someone comes to me and says, I have endometriosis and I have IBS, I don't have pain anymore. Mm. That's huge. That's something that's like, that's taken off of how I look or, you know, I feel good in a bathing suit again. Do you know how many people just want to hide? And just because they're on the, the beach. And I mean, I can say it because I've been one of those people, but just to feel good and like live life and be on the beach and experiencing that, you don't get to experience that because you have this wall up about yourself because of what you're wearing and what you look like in a bathing suit. And just think about how many experiences that you shut off in your life because you have these things about yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. So when people tell me I feel good again, I love how much energy I have. Even though I lost five pounds, I lost, you know, three sizes, you know, and it's not always about that physical, it's about the mental change. So that's the part that's really like, this is why I do what I do and how I do it. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. And it sounds so inspiring and reassuring and nurturing, I think, (laughs) you know, to, to be in that kind of space. You know, for me, my kind of indicator of physical success for me is when I don't have eczema breakouts. So if my skin mm. is clear, I'm good. Like, I don't care yeah. about how much I weigh. I don't care about how I look in an outfit. I just wear bigger shirts if I'm whatever. But like, it's just like my skin's not breaking out. I used to have this time, like almost uh, like almost a decade ago, where I had eczema on my entire hand, my right hand, my dominant hand. And I'd go to networking events and I couldn't shake hands because mm, like my yeah. skin, you know, and I eventually pulled back from everything. I, I realized that my eczema, it was a mind thing too, because I was so stressed at that time in my life. And so to kind of peel all that back, I, I look back at that and I remind myself, like you worked out of that, you know, and you should celebrate that. And like, sure. You know, I gained the COVID-19, like everyone else did the pounds. So what? Like, I'm still alive. I'm still doing all right. And I think especially in these times, we have to give ourselves that extra grace and, you know, still take care of ourselves because we should not because we feel like we need to fit some kind of, you know, image or mold or what have you. So Christine, I think that is so beautiful. And I, I love the work that you're doing and how you're helping military spouses today. Obviously, they're not all military spouses, but it sounds like a big portion of them. 
our military spouses. Other than them, like who else do you find tends to be attracted to your community? Mothers, for Hmm. sure. And when I started the community, you know, when you're making a target audience about who you really want to target, I didn't want to specifically just go towards moms because I feel like every woman goes to this, whether they have a child or not. But I think specifically to mothers, we get it. We understand, you know, how hard it is Mm -hmm. to put yourself in the front line because everybody else comes first before yourself. I think that specifically for military spouses, your partner's career is your life, Mm -hmm. you know, and you have to be okay with that. And you have to be all right with being in the jump seat and jumping whenever they Mm -hmm. tell you to jump, (laughs) you know, so Mm -hmm. that's hard to deal with. Yeah. But really what I found in the community aspect, especially when I joined Empowered Confidence and my coach's name is Marina Abraham, I actually am the head wellness coach for this community now. And it takes women from all sorts of parts in your life, whether you want to be a business entrepreneur, whether you want to just feel good about yourself and just having women come together instead of tearing each other apart. And I think that that is huge. And this community that she built has helped me build my community. So I'm Mm. like forever grateful for that. And it came exactly at the right time. Timing is everything. But sometimes it will not be the right time. It won't feel like the right time, but some you just have to invest in yourself and invest in, you know, whether it comes to your health, financially, a business or anything like that. And that's one really take home message that I got from this community is investing in yourself is going to be the best thing that you've ever done in your entire life. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I hope that answered your question. I kind of went it off did. this tangent. No, no. I was tracking. Someone told me this recently that like when you put yourself first, you can help people better. Like if you're the kind of servant leader, you know, you put everyone else first and yourself last, it's actually like a detriment to you and them because there could be some resentment out of that. It's like, oh, I did all this for you and you're not even grateful. And I gave up, you know, fill in the blank. But it's like, if you invest in yourself, you put yourself first, Mm -hmm. you embrace your self-worth, your worth, that you are worthy, that you matter. You know, I just think it causes a ripple effect to everyone else in your life. Jenny Lynn, I saw you nodding a little bit earlier too. So I thought I'd check in with you as I always do. (laughs) It's just, I was struck with, you know, continuing up her own tour and knowing both of you personally and offline. I know that something both of you place a value in is finding you know, finding people to bring you up so that you can bring other people up. And both of you have taught me that. And I have invested in myself this year. I probably wouldn't have before. I mean, one, I did Christine's program. Now I'm another like leadership coaching. And I just think it's so important to realize the value of the community of not just like a community of people who are all like, the same, like I'm part of the mill spouse community, right? Like we all have this inherent understanding ish of what it's like to be a military spouse. And there's a bond in like, Oh, you're a military spouse. Great. I'm a military, but like having a community of people pushing toward the same goal and having someone who's really trying to bring you up in that, I think is, is just so valuable. And like the takeaway, I guess for today is Christine is great at what she does. Let me like first put that out there, but it's, it's more about like, find the people that are the people that bring you up mm, find your you tribe. Know, and help, you know, move into a, whether physically counseling, you know, I mean, done all the things. <laughs> so 
<laughs> the emphasis here we're trying to stress is community and the quality, the type of community that you're in. And, you know, Christine is an example of having this purpose-driven community of women mm-hmm. who can uplift and encourage and help one another, you know, have the right mindset and overall take care of their health. Yeah. 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 And having a leader in that community that really like has your best interest in growth at heart. That's really what I was getting at is like having that person who's really pulling you up mm-hmm. rather than just surrounding yourself with people that are like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I feel like I don't want to take too much more of your time, Christine, because you are definitely a busy woman as you help other busy women as well. So any closing thoughts before we share how people can get a hold of you? Yes, I think I touched on it before. It's never going to be the right time. If you're thinking about it and you're thinking about how much you want to feel better, how much you want to look better, I think that's secondary to feeling better. Really take that time to invest in yourself because it's going to be the best thing that you've ever done. And, you know, you have to learn about yourself, give yourself some grace and allow yourself to make mistakes because it's never a linear upward path. Um, and you're never going to gain anything if you don't fall. So mm-hmm. if you're ready to take that leap of faith and, you know, love yourself again and feel good about yourself, then this is time to do it. Yeah. And no better time than being stuck at home. So, you know, <laughs> might as well. Jenny Lynn, any closing thoughts? <laughs> no, I think we covered it. Okay. Fantastic. So Christina, this will be provided in the show notes, but just let our listeners know, how can they get a hold of you? So pretty simple. I have a website. It's called Um, and you can sign up there. I do applications, but also do one-on-one calls to see if the program fits you for you, because it's not about the money. Like, yes, if the money runs the business and all that mm-hmm. stuff, but if I can't help you, I'm not going to take your money. So it's really important to get to know somebody in that aspect. You could also reach me through Instagram. It's Christine underscore Lobopa. And then I also have a Facebook, Christine Lobopa. It's pretty easy. Just say my name. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to keep everything cohesive. Uh, (laughs) My Instagram is really, it's a lot about me. I think being a coach, you just can't post fitness and food. People have to know who you are. Mm. So I put a lot out there. I hope in a motivating way. That's, that's my, you know, hope. So, you know, if you're a military spouse, you're just a woman, you know, I'm I'm almost 40 years old, like you could do it at any time in your life. So that can, you know, inspire anybody to do that, whether you're 26 or 50 years old, then do it. Awesome. On that note, Christine, thanks again for joining us. I've really enjoyed meeting you and getting to know you here on Holding on the Forts. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, friend. Thank you. <laughs> Yay, friends. Yay, friends. Yay, friends. <laughs> we hope that today's episode gave you one more piece of knowledge, resource, or relevant story so you can continue to make confident and informed decisions for you and your family. We look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. <laughs>